Ghost stories have been around nearly as long as we've had human civilization. These stories speak to us, I believe, because they are ultimately about hope. Hope that death isn't really the end. Hope that even after death, something about us continues on. Hope that things that we've left unfinished here might someday be done. In that way, they help us to deal with the pain of grief and the fear of our own mortality. And they also speak to our natural curiosity about the sorts of things that exist out there beyond what we can see. In ancient Rome, Pliny the Younger was a lawyer, an author, and a magistrate. He wrote a number of plays, orations, and poems, most of which have been lost to time, but his largest surviving body of work are his letters. His letters have been invaluable from the standpoint of the unique historical insight they give us into Rome. Some were written to reigning emperors, and one series of letters in particular, those to Emperor Trajan, shed light on how the Roman government treated the early Christian church. They documented that being a Christian was sufficient grounds for punishment, but at that time, Christians weren't to be tracked down and anonymous accusations against them were to be ignored. Two other letters written to his friend, a historian named Tacitus, gave a first-hand account of the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, and Pliny was so attentive to the details in his description that modern volcanologists still describe similar events as Plinian eruptions. But it was another of his letters, written to his friend Lucius Licinius Sura, an influential Roman senator, that interests us. In that letter, Pliny asked what Sura thought about the existence of ghosts, and then Pliny went on to recount several ghost stories that he said that he personally knew to be true. One of those stories was about a ghost that haunted a philosopher by the name of Athenodorus. There was a house in Athens, he said, that was haunted by a ghost that he described as in the form of an old man of extremely emaciated and squalid appearance with a long beard and disheveled hair. The ghost's visits would always start the same way. Residents inside the house would hear the rattling of chains in the distance, and the sound would slowly come closer and closer, and eventually the ghost would appear. No one knew why the ghost was there, and worse, his visits seemed to be getting more frequent. Eventually, the haunting was so frightening, Pliny said, that the people who owned the house were terrified to be there, even in daylight. So they put the house up for rent and moved. Athenodorus rented the house, knowing it was said to be haunted. He stayed up late into the night, writing and hoping to meet the ghost. Eventually, the sounds began, chains rattling somewhere outside the house, and after a while, the ghost of the old disheveled man appeared. Athenodorus, though, made it wait. Pliny said that he made a sign with his hand that the ghost should wait a little, and then he went back to working on his papers. Of course, Eventually, he stopped writing and looked up at the ghost, and when he did, the ghost motioned for him to follow. The ghost led him out of the house into the courtyard and then vanished. The next day, Athenodorus went back to the spot where the ghost had disappeared and began digging. There, just a few feet down, he found a skeleton bound in chains. So he took the skeleton and gave it a proper burial, a proper remembrance, and finally laid to rest, the haunting ceased. In this podcast, we're going to approach ghost stories the way Athenodorus did. 
We're going to do more than just share the legends. We're going to follow the ghosts back to where their story started so that we can uncover or dig up the bones of some of America's most familiar hauntings. We'll share the legends, sure, but we'll also dig deep into the historical record, looking at things like newspaper archives, genealogical records, and other primary source documents to find out who these ghosts were before, steal a glimpse into their lives, and then share their stories with you. We'll try to discover the things they may have left undone, the things that bring them back to us, and maybe, in doing so, we can help them to finally find rest. I'm your host, Jason, and this is Epitaph.